Better late than never. Today, we're going to be talking about rent and how increases are affecting you. Stay right there. We'll be right back. <laughs> you were talking about money, Mark. Separate yourself <laughs> widely from the pack. Moving forward, is that something that you would be willing to, to have a discussion about? Because they didn't get it. They, they probably like, hey, didn't right. get it. To yeah. so follow up with your clients, to generate more leads. You know what I mean? Happy Tuesday afternoon. And like I like to say, it's better late than never. Um, so I'm safely back from Las Vegas and uh, earlier today had to give a presentation and uh, uh, a little behind on the day. But here is your daily millennial mortgage update. I'm Mark Jones, your millennial mortgage expert, also the branch manager of Directions Home Loan at Lock and Terra in San Antonio, host of Key Factors podcast, and also co-founder of ReviewMyMortgage.com, which is the largest index of mortgage programs nationally. And as we jump in, um, I want to preface with rates are continuing to rise, guys. Um, I had mentioned it on yesterday's daily update as I was uh, looking at rates in Nevada and Texas, and it seems like they're going up everywhere. Um, so as I jump into these rates for today, I'm going to play with uh, the same $300,000 average loan amount, uh, which is in Texas at the moment, um, 5% down, and we are looking at a 740 credit score. Um, for a 30-year fixed mortgage, we're at 4.239. So as mentioned, they are rising. Um, even more so, the average credit score in San Antonio remains the 676 credit score. Um, so let's just show what that looks like in regards to rate. So as you can see here, it jumps all the way up to 4.883%. Now, I don't want this to scare you off of not purchasing a home. Um, I have to make sure that you guys understand that it's not a bad time to purchase. Um, if we go back to yesterday's video and uh, see what the average interest rate was, historically, we are still at all-time lows. Um, we were spoiled for quite some time for the last two years, given the pandemic. But as things go back to normal, whatever normal you want to think it is, we have to bring those rates back down so that it combats the inflation rate and uh, keeps everything on a level playing field. So as rates rise, your buying power shrinks. Doesn't mean you shouldn't buy, um, which also kind of goes hand in hand with the article of the day. Um, we're going to be talking about Texas tenants and uh, the rent and what's going on with it. The article that we are going to be reading today is Texas tenants hit with soaring rent increases see little relief in sight. And this article is brought to us by Tamia Cobb and it says renters are seeing their housing costs jump as population increases, strict zoning regulations and rising home sales push up rent prices. And it starts with approaching the end of 2021, Rebecca Brown had a tough choice to make, either renew her lease at her Carlton apartment complex, which wanted $346 more a month in rent or leave the area where she'd live for five years. When Brown reached out to her leasing office, she was told that the rent increases couldn't be negotiated. Her two bedroom, two bath apartment rent would jump from 1443 to 1789. From Brown, the new price would be a struggle to afford. Brown, a 37-year-old tax analyst, is far from alone. Across the state and country, a combination of social, economic, and political forces are driving more people to look for rental housing but limiting the construction on units. That imbalance between supply and demand pushes rent upwards, putting the tenants in a financial bind. 
And in Texas, where laws favor landlords and the rent control is virtually non-existent, tenants are left to either take on additional jobs, cut other household costs, or move out of the communities that they prefer. She goes on to say, I could have afforded the increase, but it just would have made the budget tighter, Brown said. From March of 2020 to last month, the estimated medium rent for new leasing has increased double digits in several Texas cities, according to apartment listings. And it's not just the big cities. Waco and Temple saw increases for more than 30% in that time frame. In cities like New York and Los Angeles, rent control limits how much housing costs can increase on some units. And while such policies protect some tenants, their overall rental prices can still jump. And it goes on to say, Texas allows rent control only if the city's government bodies determines that there's a housing emergency caused by a disaster. Even then, the decision to enact such a policy must be approved by the governor. Texas landlord-friendly regulations and lack of broader rent control is increasing, making the state unaffordable for tenants, said Sandy Rollins, executive director of Texas Tenant Union. It just leads to homelessness, she said. It leads. It just leads to homelessness, she said. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the Texas Tenant Unit encouraged the city of Dallas to implement rent control, but the efforts gained little traction, Rollins said. We thought people needed protection at the time, and we certainly still think people need protection to be able to stay housed, and because landlords are using the opportunity of low supply to jack rents, Roland said. Um, guys, I could go on with this article, but it, it sounds to me like um, this is evolution. Uh, at the same time, I want to make sure that we are looking at this from a broader perspective in the sense that... We look at places and territories like your California, your New York, where all of these things already took place. If you took the housing price from California or New York and compared it to Texas, you would find that um, Texas is substantially lower in regards to um, the average rent received or the average price per square foot on rental properties. Why is this important? In my opinion, I think it's important for us to keep a good perspective of what's going on and what you're actually reading. This article makes it seem like, as she mentioned here, that people are going to be homeless. Whereas at the beginning of the article, it basically states that she's going to have to move into a place that she's not necessarily wanting to be. But unfortunately, in my opinion, if she wanted to remain in that same place, she would continue to pay the rent because she did say that it was affordable. Um, so I think it has a lot to do with our, um, our culture and us doing what it takes to continue to increase the amount of money that we make to provide for our family, things of that nature. Because I was having a conversation earlier with um, minimum wage in uh, San Antonio and surrounding, and we had a guess that yes, minimum wage is $7.25 here in San Antonio. But if we also take a look at something here that I wanted to show you, which is San Antonio and New Braunfels median income raised to $74,000. So I can't sit here and buy that people are going to be left homeless, making $74,000 average. Um, and those that are in a lower household median income are making the arrangements um, and living within their means. 
the folks that are out there purchasing or renting in areas where they want to appear to have more than what they have will just have to come to reality. Now, I know this seems like I'm being empathetic, but at the same time, I want to be realistic. Um, another suggestion for those folks out there is to do what you can or do what it takes to purchase a home, um, especially within the next 12 months. Rent is going to continue to rise. Why? Because demand is going to continue to be low. Um, the outside forces of folks moving into our territory is going to continue to take place. So therefore, uh, if you are purchasing a home now, it's giving you the opportunity to build more equity than what you normally would on a, uh, an average basis historically here in San Antonio and surrounding. So with that being said, guys, I, like I said, I don't want to portray that I am being empathetic to those that can't afford their rent that's being raised. Um, but I do want to put things in perspective as far as the average income in San Antonio and surrounding um, in regards to the way that they're saying people are going to be homeless. Um, it just truly means if, if you're making 74, even $30,000 a year, um, you're going to need to live within your means or do what you can in order to purchase a home to get your slice of the American pie. What we have seen, if you do a little research, is that folks in New York, California, and places with heavy and high prices for rent um, have decided to cohabitate. They are um, generationally living in spaces, combining their incomes to afford certain things. And I think here in Texas, we've been very blessed to be able to have low um, housing in addition to the cost of living here. There's a reason why everybody, and I say everybody because it is everybody that uh, understands the concept, are moving to Texas there's still plenty of land, plenty of opportunity. Um, and also for those that are currently living here, plenty of opportunity for you to gain equity and wealth for the foreseeable future. One thing that I also have to remind you guys is Texas has never gone backwards as far as our values. So you can rest assured that it's a pretty safe bet for you to invest or at least purchase a home that you're have potential to build equity um, versus paying a landlord's bill. So if uh, your credit is holding you back, if the lack of options, maybe the lack of down payment is holding you back, get with one of our uh, expert loan officers here at Lock and Terra Loans, and you can visit us at lockandterraloans.com to get your mortgage review, to get your options, and we will provide you all of your options. Um, I have to continue to remind you guys that the average rent or rental property still requires um, a chunk of change in order to get into that property, such as your security deposit, sometimes first and last month's rent, which in most cases could equal the same, if not less, than your actual down payment to get into a home. Um, in addition to mortgage uh, payments are lower than you're actually paying in rent. Yes, rates are continuing to rise, but if you have a 19 to 30% increase in rent uh, rental properties, it almost prices you into making the decision to purchase a home. So guys, that being said, I mean, no matter how long it takes, um, stay diligent, stay focused, um, and make sure that you get your options. Make sure that you get your all of your financing options. And as mentioned before, you can find us at lockandterraloans.com um, if you are a current or um, a future Texas resident. 
So that being said, guys, um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day because there's still time left. I'm Mark Jones, your millennial mortgage expert. That was your daily millennial mortgage update. And you guys make today count. <laughs> You're talking about money, Mark. Separate yourself <laughs> widely from the pack moving forward. Is that something that you would be willing to, to have a discussion about? Because they didn't get it. They, they probably like, didn't right. get it. Yeah. To follow up with your clients, to generate more leads. You know what I mean?